And now, a highlight from Animal Radio on iHeartRadio. It's Animal Radio. This is where we celebrate the connection with our pets. And your pets could be dogs, cats, flamingos, ferrets. Uh, what else? <laughs> Birds, horses. Pigs. Pigs. Mm-hmm. Alligators, so. of course. Alligators. Certain. I don't see many alligators in my office. <laughs> we reported, I guess, three weeks ago or four weeks ago about uh, this alligator and his owner, Sean Casey, were evicted from their house. And the alligator, I believe, was removed from his. Uh, I don't know where the alligator is now. We're going to find out in just a second because he has retained the uh, the services of jungle law attorney Lauren Sierra and Tristan Woods. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? Thanks for having us on. We really appreciate it. So your your uh, practice revolves around exotic pets. Is that correct? Yeah, we do a lot of um, we do a lot of pro bono work for the animal community in Kansas City, and we focus a lot on exotic animals. You really wouldn't think there's many exotic animals in Kansas City in the middle of the Midwest, but you'd be surprised how many calls we get regarding instances like this. But isn't that against the law? Aren't you helping them break the law? <laughs> well. We're not actually helping them break the law because actually outside of Kansas City, you're allowed to have certain exotic animals. So for an example with catfish here, Mr. Casey, if he would relocate about 20 miles outside of Kansas City, he could have catfish back and live happily ever after with him. We'll we'll talk about catfish in just a couple of seconds here. Would would it be safe to say that this alligator, though, is the first alligator that you've represented in Kansas City? Or at all? Actually, no, I think it might be our second alligator. Yeah, it's our se- actually, it's our third, fourth alligator, but the prior one had three of them that we worked out a deal with. But, yeah, this will be our second. So go ahead, Lauren. Why don't you tell them a little bit about that? Yeah, this? I think it's funny because because of who we are and because we're named Jungle Law, I think that animal owners, not just in Kansas City, but pretty much anywhere when they hear about us, they automatically think that we're the law firm that fits with what they have, and they, they reach out to us. And um, obviously like, what we care about the most is the animals are going to end up in the best situation possible. Sometimes that isn't always what the client necessarily wants, so it can be a tough challenge. But in the case of Catfish, Catfish's owner was actually a really wonderful owner, not abusive or anything like that. He was very caring, and so we were fortunate that this had a happy ending. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Catfish, who is a obviously an alligator. How much does Catfish weigh right now? About two twenty-five. Holy moly! <laughs> oh, he's not a small. Yeah, it's full-grown, almost eight feet long. He's a he's a serious animal. And he's had a diet of chicken nuggets, chicken McNuggets, I believe, or something like that. He's yeah. very picky, actually, because he only likes chicken McNuggets from Wendy's, not McDonald's. Oh, wants that to be known. <laughs> oh, well, you know. Yeah, I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah, uh, he used to take catfish to the drive-through, and they all knew him in there at the Wendy's drive-through. Wow, I bet. Pretty- <laughs> so, so Sean, Sean Casey, the owner or guardian, should I say, uh, has had catfish since? Well, I guess he was 14 inches when he first got him. Yeah, that's true. He's had him. He's raised him ever since he was about the size of a ruler, actually. Yep, about that. And, you know, he didn't know that, you know, it would grow into this kind of love affair and attachment. And that's kind of how it grew. So he became part of the family. Did he fear at all for his family? Never did. He kept catfish with him. He used to take him out on walks. He used to basically sleep right next to him. He made a nice, like, almost like a hot tub setting, but it was a nice little lagoon in his front living room for catfish. So he'd set it. Watch TV and catfish would be right at his feet. Wow. <laughs> it's strange. I know it. It's, it's pretty remarkable. But these animals, you know, the owners train them to learn to trust them. And, you know, we've seen this before. 
Uh, but you know, they're still a wild animal. I don't know if, <laughs> if I could give you full 100% trust. I totally agree with you. I don't think I could either, but we're around these animals so much. We still are very weary about it, but, you know, keep our fingers crossed. Nothing's happened yet to us, and we're around them a lot. Where is Catfish now? Catfish is currently, um, well, he's actually at a, uh, a rescue group that we work with a lot in the Kansas City area. And he, um, you know, I think that the best place for him is um, at Monkey Island at the moment. I know that Sean really, you know, loves spending time with him and uh, probably eventually wants to have him back. But the most important thing with an animal like this is that they can have the continued care um, and a place where uh, they can be financially supported. So yeah, when you're, being, he's currently being held at Monkey Island. It's in Greenwood, Missouri. So in your personal opinion, should Sean Casey take Catfish back? Is that a good situation for Catfish to go back to Sean Casey if he moved outside the city limits? I think that, you know, there's two things at work here that need to, to be in play. First of all, obviously he needs to be following the law. And then the, the next important thing is making sure that he has the wherewithal to take care of catfish. He certainly, Sean Casey, has the heart to take care of catfish. He's a, a great animal parent. And a lot of times people who get these animals are irresponsible and don't really care. But one of the great things about catfish, as we already talked about, is he was very plump because he was well-fed and, and taken yep. care of. But um, the good news is at Monkey Island, um, Dana Severelli, who's over there, is a great person who has the wherewithal to be able to take care of him as well. So um, it's just important, I think, that, again, that the laws are being followed and that he's in the best hands possible. And then, you know, if whoever can provide that outcome is probably the best place for him to be. So is there any ongoing litigation? Are you rep- I mean, you're representing him now. Where does that stand and what does that mean for Catfish? Well, I represent Catfish in he received a citation for having an exotic animal within the city limits. Okay. So I'm working with the prosecutor in Kansas City to see what I can do regarding Mr. Casey in that instance but there is no there's no civil litigation or anything like that regarding anything he has signed the rights over to dana severelli oh he did he did yes he did so he had to do that why because animal control was willing to give catfish back but you know mr casey has to have a suitable home for him or he's just going to go if you know say he got him back and he was found you know, inside the city limits, you know, next time Mr. Severelli might not be able to have the advantage of being able to take him back again. Does that make sense? Like, you don't know what would have happened to Catfish if he gets him back and then can't provide him the support and, you know, the home that he needs. So we kind of wanted to um, make sure that that was taken care of. So right now, is Sean Casey homeless? Not, I don't, I don't believe he's homeless. No, but I don't think he can. He's not in the, he's still in the city limits, so he cannot have you know he doesn't have the support right now to to hold catfish and we don't want him to you know take on that burden of having to try to find another place outside of the city right now so that's kind of why dana's having him right now in monkey island it's kind of a touchy situation i understand most people think oh it's just a reptile you know he'll get over it but you know as lauren alluded to he's he's in love with this alligator sure you know he took care of him the alligator better than himself, he told us multiple times. Oh, yeah, I, I how, have no how, doubt. How old is Catfish now? He, what did he say, Lauren? Do you know the age? Catfish is pretty old. I just don't remember the exact age. I was surprised at how long alligators actually live. It's it's a commitment, a time commitment to, to have something like that. Oh, he could live another 30, 40 years, I think. I think wow. they live a really long time. Yeah. I don't, he's got a, I'm going to say he's probably over 
probably 10 years old or so to get that mm-hmm. big 7 to 10 possibly. Yeah. Uh, I understand that they also found, when they uh, cleared the house out, they also found three pythons and a rabbit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Mr. Casey was, I know how much he loved the alligator, but he said that his rabbit was the most beloved animal that he had. Really? He, he named it Dinner, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. I know it. You would think, oh, boy, what's this about? And then I started talking to him, and he said, you know, when I was his brother-in-law or somebody, it was a rainy day in the summer, and there was this baby rabbit outside on his driveway, and he didn't think he could, you know, take care of itself and he took it in and raised it and so that's why animal control actually let the rabbit go which is kind of unfortunate outside because it was a wild animal so who knows you know that's weird i know it's weird like that's why there's nice to have these rescue groups around too because sometimes when animal control finds these animals they have to do the quickest solution possible but when Mm -hmm. there are rescue groups available like alligators or potentially rabbits can go to right away it provides them a safe haven instead of being put down or something along that along those lines. Mm, okay. Well, I thank you for what you're doing, and I thank you for spending time with us today. Jungle Law Attorneys Lauren Sierra and Tristan Woods joining us, the website junglelaw.com, and of course we'll put links to everything you've heard on today's show over at animalradio.pet. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Hal. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And, um, Lauren, you want to tell them about our animal abuse law bill? Oh, yeah. Um, we have drafted um, an animal abuse law for the state of Missouri at animalabuselaw.com. It's being um, supported by representatives from both sides of the aisle politically, and the goal is to raise misdemeanors on animal abuse to felonies and to create an animal abuser registry list. So please visit animalabuselaw.com. Anybody from any state can sign the bill, and we can just help get abusers put to justice. Because what ha- that goes on, the we're actually taking that to Jeff City next week. It goes on the floor. So hopefully we'll get that passed. Keep us posted on how that goes there, will you? Yeah, yeah we will for sure. We appreciate you allowing us to come on and talk. And we'll put those links over at animalradio.pet. You're listening to Animal Radio. Visit us at animalradio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.